This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. If you've been listening to us, we've been addressing questions on the spiritual realm. And today we have a question that has been asked. There seems to be some confusion on this subject. So Pastor Michael, answer the question, what is Satan in charge of? In other words, how much power does Satan really possess? Satan's power is limited, but within those limitations is exceedingly great. Satan has power specifically over four things. Number one, Satan has power, authority, jurisdiction over demons. He is the chief angel. He's the CEO of the demonic organization, if you will. Uh, That's number one. So Satan has power and authority over demons. They do what he says, and they are in a hierarchical structure where he is at the top of that org chart. Uh, Number two, um, Satan has power, authority over culture. I want to share a few verses with you on on this one. First is Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And here's what Paul says. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. And so Paul steps back and says, there is a spirit of the age. There is a culture, a a dominant philosophy and way of thinking, and it guides those who are disobedient to God. And this dominant culture, Satan is the prince or the king or the ruler or the one who reigns over this philosophy. Uh, In Colossians chapter 2, verse 8, Paul says, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. And the elemental spirits of the world are demonic spirits so that there are philosophies and human traditions that are motivated, inspired, and pushed by Satan and the demonic culture. Um, Village has heard me speak many times about lemming culture. And on this podcast, I think we've spoken one or two times about it. But um, the folklore around lemmings is that um, somewhere in Scandinavia a long time ago, they found a bunch of dead lemmings, which are real rodents at the bottom of a cliff. And and uh, the folklore developed that um, the lemmings would all be um, moving in a line and they would be following mindlessly the person in front of them, not realizing that the person at the front of the line had no idea or the lemming, what they were doing. And that first lemming goes over the cliff and then all the other lemmings after him follow. And then they all die um, uh, falling off the cliff, mindlessly following the lemming in front of them. And this is so much of how um, the prince of the power of the air works, the philosophies of this modern day, the spirit of the age. We buy hook, line, and sinker into it and we mindlessly like lemmings follow the person in front of us not realizing that the person at the front of this is satan who is leading us over a cliff to our death but this is part of the control and the power that he has is that he controls the dominant movements of culture um, from one nation and one culture to another number three um, second corinthians chapter 2 verse 10 says this anyone whom you forgive i also forgive indeed what i have forgiven 
if I have forgiven anything, has been for your sake in the presence of Jesus, so that we would now not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. And so we see this as a part of culture and thinking and philosophy and the spirit of this age that Satan has actual designs and schemes that he has put together to trap and to to control not just the non-Christian mind, but also to deceive the Christian mind. Well, the third thing that Satan has control over are non-Christians. This is very clear. I want to make this distinction that Satan has no control over Christians filled with the Spirit of God, but he does have jurisdiction and control over non-Christians. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, Paul says this, Jesus has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. And so we find that there was, when we trusted in Jesus, a transference of authority. We were taken from under the jurisdiction and authority of Satan, and we were transferred into the kingdom, the jurisdiction, the authority of Jesus Christ. And uh, in Jesus, we have redemption. All the things that Satan and sin tried to break and destroy in us, Jesus now starts putting those um, back together. And Satan held our sins against us, threw them in our face, reminded us of them constantly, condemned us. And now in Jesus, he says, we have the forgiveness of sins. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. So Satan has control first of demons, second of culture, third of non-Christians, and then finally fourth of anything that God says he can be in charge of. And there are certain um, instances or moments where Satan is given permission by God temporarily to do some things. And uh, I think the chief example of that would be um, Job. In Job 1.12, it says this, The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, everything he has, meaning Job, is in your power. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. And then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. And Job 2.6 says this, the Lord said to Satan, very well then, he is in your hands, Job, but you must spare his life. So even Job, a faithful follower of God, that temporarily God gave Satan um, the ability, the power to harm his physical person from the outside in, not to possess him or control him from the inside out, but to inflict pain and harm on him from the outside in. We see this with Paul, who Satan was apparently by God given permission um, to give him a thorn in his side to keep him humble. And so temporarily, God may give Satan power um, over specific certain things that are not in his normal jurisdiction. Um, But we could probably put all of this under one big rubric and say this, Satan only has power where Jesus temporarily lets him have it. If Satan has any power over demons, it's because Jesus gave him permission. If Satan has any power over culture, it is because Jesus has given him permission. If Satan has any power over non-Christians, it is because, you're right, you guessed it, Jesus gave him permission. And if there's anything outside of those general categories, um, it is because Jesus gave him permission. Because greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Jesus spoke and Satan existed. And Jesus determines the authority, the power, and the control that any spirit or person may have at any given point in time. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Pastor Michael, for clearly distinguishing Satan's limited power in God's ultimate and total power over everything. 
Listeners, please don't forget you can submit your questions to our podcast at www.vcob.org and just click on the link for Q&A podcast questions. Please join us tomorrow as we answer another spiritual realm question. And this one is again about Satan. What motivates Satan? Looking forward to having you join us tomorrow.